Just, I'm just going to ask uh, you to remind me that I didn't hate this when, when we, we look the at sequel. the sequels. <laughs> remind me that I didn't hate this, that I didn't hate this, I didn't hate this, didn't hate this, didn't hate, didn't hate, didn't hate, didn't hate, didn't hate. I'm Review Cultist. I'm Dr. Leviathan, and here today. <laughs> and I'm Mike, he stands for Eve. Who's always here. <laughs> well, there was yeah. a few years uh, before. Pretty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You had to make up for lost time. I'm pretty sure I've got seniority on this that's, that's true, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. Tonight we have... Why Dr. Leviathan wasn't on the last episode. Now I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Bedtime for Something Wicked This Way Comes. Um, so, for those of you just tuning in, Creep Bosses are short internet stories. They get copied and pasted across the internet, whether it be on wikis and Reddit, no sleeps. You've heard it all before. If you haven't, go Google Creepypasta and look it up. Or listen to our previous episodes. Exactly. Um, they're fun. Not necessarily for the whole family, <laughs> but they're fun, <laughs> regardless. Um, and yeah, we're doing bedtime for. Um, my God, we've survived three of these so far. Uh, this is done by Michael Whitehouse, um, who actually sent us a comment on the last couple, um, saying that he enjoyed our critique, um, that he, um, uh, he, he agrees with some of the critiques we've, he, we've given him, and that, yes, he's confirmed that bedtime, the bedtime sequels were all an afterthought. More importantly, someone's listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That, that's what I took away from that. Yeah. Um, we yeah. got listener. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> we've got we've got a few. I can't even talk my girlfriend into listening to us. <laughs> oh. Um, and yeah, you can check this out at creeppasta.com. Or sorry, you can check this out at creeppasta.wiki. Uh, or you can hear readings of it on YouTube. Uh, one in particular, Creeppasta Junior. Um, I'll leave a, dis- uh, a link in the description below where this gets posted. Um, but we will jump into the rundown, which is probably going to be really quick because. Not there's a lot a, happens in this it's one. It's really well described, but not a lot happens in this one. There's a lot of words? Yeah. But not a lot of events. Yeah, it's a pretty small... Again, much like the third one, it all takes place over the course of a, of a single night. Um, so, the rundown for this one, the story continues from the end of the previous installment. Go check out episode uh, whatever we did for Bedtime 3. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, man. It was like, it's probably like 1.30, 1.32 maybe. You didn't look it up before you left the house? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably professional, damn it. Um, anyway, yeah, so you can check out the, the previous inst- uh, installment, but it pretty much ends off with um, him waking up the next morning after drinking uh, heavily and being uh, from to recover, recover, recover from um, an attack from the creature in his car. You were trying to do recuperate. Yes, <laughs> recuperate, apparently. <laughs> anyway, um, and uh, getting the, the creepy, like, 
uh, or the, the, the bitten uh, toy soldier uh, as a message, a definite message that shouldn't ever, that can't, doesn't have to be interpreted at all. It's just a straight up message and a warning to him. I fucking hate army men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, his girlfriend comes home and the narrator lies about the previous events. Um, half like, lot, half, half half Yeah, half try. Tell, tells him that he's been writing these stories about his childhood nightmares and stuff like that, but doesn't tell her about the actual like legitimate supernatural encounters he's been encountering in the modern day. And it, it's less of a half-truth. truth. It's more of a lie of omission. Yeah. Um... So that night, um, the creeper, uh, my name for the thing that's been stalking him, um, appears to be targeting the girlfriend this time. Um, there's a fight slash struggle um, on the bed uh, as it attacks her, and he's trying to fight it off. Um, it leaves at the end of this fight, but bef- not before taking a fistful of the girlfriend's hair and leaving her bleeding and confused. Um, shortly thereafter, she thinks our narrator is the attacker and leaves him. Um, the narrator writes down the story uh, that we have just uh, read and prepares to kill it or die trying the next night. Will he succeed? Tune in next installment. The end... Um, yeah, so that's pretty much the rundown. Um, the reason I didn't, because there's a lot of description, but mm-hmm. it's really just describing, like, like beautifully, very simple, or very short, um, like, scenario. Yeah. Of a, of a single night. Um, and brief so, synopsis of the previous stories. Yeah. And again, like, yeah, go listen to those. <laughs> um, but, uh... Yeah, so my thoughts for this one, um, I've got a few, a handful. Uh, first off, I learned a new word, again, prized. P R I S E D. Yep. I I've never I've, I've I know pride, but I never I thought I yeah. never knew that prized was actually. A um, I also <laughs> looked it up, and it really comes down to British versus American. Yeah, and that's that's just it. Like it's I saw like where its origin is like Middle English. It's like okay, that makes sense. Why I'm not really? It's not as common in my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, so that was that was the the again the first thing I like first like paragraph is like I'm just gonna have to. Link that, look that up. Um, he mentions nothing was stolen, and then again, more thoroughly, a paragraph down. I think... Like, oh, wait, he does the, straight up lie to her, because he tells her there was a burglar. Yeah, oh, that's that true, yeah. That's just straight up lie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not a half-truth. It, 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 could be, it could be described as a lie. That's not a lie. half-truth. That's not a lie of omission. That is a straight up, lie. up fabrication. Yeah. Um... But yeah, uh, one of the things I have is yeah. So he's, yeah. Um, he mentions that like nothing was stolen, and then immediately mentions it again, um, like a paragraph down. I really feel like it didn't have to be mentioned twice. Like it could have been left out the first time and just explained when it was explained more thoroughly when he was going through his house to find out if anything was missing. Um, it's kind of a nitpick because he does mention that nothing was stolen in his immediate area when the burglar when he finds the burglar uh, or the the window opened and the claw marks and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it just seemed like, all right, you've already told me that nothing was stolen, so why are you going... Yeah. See, my question is, is why mention it at all? We weren't... Like, it's not a burglar. Yeah. We weren't thinking it was a burglar. Yeah, exactly. Um, Check your hamburgers. Are they safe? (laughs) Although the character was trying to rationalize... Yeah, still, after... (laughs) After all this, he's still trying to rationalize. Oh, there's got to be... No, you're... Yeah. Um, I do have a quote here. So... 
I could only hope that whatever that fiend had been in the back of in the back seat of my car the previous night, that it had only wished to frighten me one last time and then be on its way. Hey, Mikey, your theory uh, about it being uh, just like needing a lift and then going on its way was totally might be true. <laughs> At least up until that point of the story, and then we realized that no, it's well, Mikey wasn't the only one hoping for that or thinking that. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, I just thought that was, I was like, oh, hey, Mikey might be out. Mikey's theory is kind of coming true a little bit. Um, oh, sure. And I have one of the C paragraph six and then paragraph nine. Sounds like he's interpreting a mess. Oh, yeah. So in paragraph six and in paragraph nine, he's like, um, in paragraph six, he's like, I, I got this, uh, I could tell that this toy, uh, this toy soldier was a, was a message and not anything else to be interpreted or like, or like explain, and then in paragraph nine he goes along the lines of like trying to interpret the message. <laughs> you guys know what I'm getting at, right? <laughs> like a little contradictory, <laughs> just a smidge. <laughs> um, I don't have to listen to you. I thought listening intently. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just. Um, so once again, uh, with these stories, the middle section uh, or the bulk of the description and narrative um, during like the the creepy like encounter and like the scuffle and stuff of that, that really grabbed me. I really enjoyed some of the creepy moments, um, like visually, like as described on the page or on the uh, website and in my head, like it translated really well for me. Uh, such as the part where the creeper is behind the curtain and then tells him seemingly from behind him to look behind him. Um, as well as it's uh, when it's in a chokehold uh, from behind, it twists its head right around to stare straight at the narrator's face. I thought that, like the way he describes it, it was really fun for me, like as a creepy moment. Um, because it's also like it's staring, it, it like straight at him, like like exorcist style, while it's still like holding down uh, Mary's like face into the pillow. Like it's such a like creepy moment where you're just like, oh, you're fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, just visually, I liked that. Um, it's mentioned in in bedtime three that the narrator has a girlfriend, but in uh, bedtime four, it's explained that they live together, and we get kind of felt. I, I don't know. It kind of felt like it was force. Like, the whole, like, that they now suddenly live together, and that, like, we're, this is the first time we're hearing about that, when it really wasn't insinuated in the last one. In defense of the story, yeah. it's never... She's never been a part of the story. Until now. Exactly. Yeah. So, it would have been, like, completely extraneous information at that point... But at this point, we need to know these things. That's true, yeah. And it is, like, the kind of the main plot, of like, because it's, uh, like, this is definitely the... You can kind of see this going in. This is the story that essentially breaks the character into, like, realizing he has nothing left, and now he's going to deal with this monster or whatever at the end. You can kind of get that early on in the story. Um, oh, yeah, from the from, fucking yeah, get-go. Yeah, really. Uh, and it was nagging at me while I, uh, like, there was this nagging vibe about that while I kept reading, but I had to be, keep going because I had to move forward. Um... So yeah, like I said, the middle and uh, the middle part and the action are really well described for me, uh, and build up like atmosphere and like tension um, and the action. But then the girlfriend's departure is just glossed over way too quickly. Like, why didn't she call the police if she apparently thought that her uh, her boyfriend of two years is suddenly assaulting her to the point where she's he's ripped out like tufts of hair and causing her to bleed and whatnot? If and or more importantly, why isn't our narrator calling the fucking hospital? To get like uh, like she like it literally says like this part where it's like um, 
the, the my girlfriend uh, uh, like turned around. It's like I got I'm going. And it's like, and then I wanted to fill in the blanks, like to the hospital. Holy crap, I'm bleeding. <laughs> like it doesn't. It, we just don't get nothing. Like, it's just like she, like within boom, like within a paragraph or two, she's suddenly just out of the picture because of the encounter. Like, and it's just because it's that of the typical thing that we faced yeah. many times on. I know. The show. Yep. It's that mm-hmm. hurry up ending. Yep. It's like, just fall. Yeah. And I even say that in my notes. It just falls writing, into that trope. I want to finish writing this now before I go to bed, or before I go to work, or before I blank, before I have to stop, as opposed to stopping, stopping now, take your time, coming back to it when you have more time. Yeah. Like, I get it. Um, the, the, the guy who write, wrote this, and the guy who wrote, like, the guys who wrote, or girls, who wrote every other story where this happens, yes, they're not writing for their job, or at least they're not writing creepypastas for <clears throat> their job. No, it's so. It's something that they have to do when they get the chance. But you have to, you know, yeah, you, you have to take your time with it. You can't, you can't rush through the writing because then the writing suffers. Yeah. Um And I mean, it's just, it's yeah, yeah. It was definitely. El- it's very apparent in this one. Yeah. As well as it has been in. Yeah, I didn't quite catch it in, in the last one, but yeah, like until, like until it was brought up when we were discussing it. But yeah, it was definitely like reading this one, and maybe it's because I've started actually re- like take notes while I read, um, rather than just well, reading the story. Doing and about words. that, I actually I discussed this with my girlfriend because in the story it says they've been living together for a couple of years. Yeah. So we can assume that they were dating a year, six months before that. Yeah. Regardless, their relationship is years old. Um, and I actually discussed this with my girlfriend. I was like, okay, so if in the middle of the night you thought I had randomly, like, violently assaulted you, not to the point where I'm, like, breaking bones or, like, crushing organs or anything, but really just, um, you know, Drawing surface, <laughs> surface yeah. um, assault, you know, scratches, whatnot, um, like... Would your instinct be to either A, call the cops on me immediately, or B, talk to me, find out what's going on, hear my side of the story, because, I mean, it could be night terrors, um, or C, leave immediately, but not call the police, because I'm clearly not yeah, she gets, Yeah, she literally says, like, I'm not going to call the police, but if you try and contact me, then I will. Yeah. I was like, That's- It's, like... <laughs> You, you've been together for at least two years. I mean, let's say they met in the next week they were living together. Okay, they've been together two years. I assume, because it's not stated, so I am assuming that there has been no violence to, from him towards her throughout that two years. Because well, that's the way relationships usually work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because it's not stated otherwise, I'm going to make that assumption. Yeah. Randomly. <laughs> Just attack. Just Attack. I will not deny the viciousness of the attack, and a re- it definitely merits a reaction. Yeah. However, you're not just going to assume, like, I mean, you're, you're either going to talk it out, or discuss it a little bit, or at the very or least, you're call going, the cops. Or you're going to go to the other extreme and just be like, I'm fucking out of here, I'm calling the cops, you're a danger to society. Yeah. You're, you're not going to go in that nice, pleasant... I'm leaving you now. Right up the middle, I'm leaving you now, we're not talking about it, but I'm not calling the cops. That zero consequence Yeah, and that's the problem, like, 
in this scenario, there should be a consequence. Like, he should have... Like, I would like to hear that description of, like, him having to deal with that shit. They should either be talking it out, and he has an ally for his or he sent her he's just sent her away yeah that would have also worked which again could have come from the conversation exactly Um, it's just it's just so glossed over so poorly like it just kind of ruins the ending exactly (laughs) like it it literally just like I need to get this done because he needs to be broken he needs to have lost everything he cared about like we had the tin soldier in the last one. <laughs> now we have to lose the uh, the girlfriend, and so he will be broken enough that he is going to go. Uh, he is going to be a doomed man to go face this supernatural entity, and try and kill it. <clears throat> um, like it just, it was so, it was going good. Like in that bolt, like I liked that main section, like the description of that, and like the the scenario up until the the girlfriend just like reacts that way and just leaves. It was, like again, like, I need to go. Hurry up, ending. Yeah, and it yeah. just kind of immediately just takes you out of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also connected to this, uh, I'm beginning to get. Uh, I, I kind of got this like a, a theory of my own for this story is like uh, where uh, it's a what if idea. What if the creeper is all in the narrator's head and he's been hallucinating the whole time, and so the creeper oh, like dude, he thinks that he's is so. It, if it goes in that direction, <laughs> that is it, so very telegraphed. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. it almost seems like you can of, see like, it coming a mile away. Yeah, especially in this. Like, story. I really hope. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like, she the only, only sees diff- him. the only problem with that, and if this story, if bedtime five doesn't already exist, and it that does happen, so oh, it's already done. Well, regardless, <laughs> I'm calling it now. The problem with that is the first story. Mm-hmm. Where when his parents were in his room, three days later they moved. Yeah, yeah. Not in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is definitely some kind of menace in that house that followed him, and it's not just him. Like, so if they do go that route, because yeah, I I caught that too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Mikey. Yeah. Yep. So we all caught it. Okay, good. It's, I'm not alone. it's not. Yeah, and you're not imagining things. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sleep paralysis, guys. No. Well, it might still be. <laughs> God damn it. It's. Paralysis walking? Aliens? Yes. Yes. Aliens. I'm totally done with that. If this ends up turning aliens, I'm not, I'm not saying it's aliens, guys, but it's aliens. <laughs> I'd actually be kind of interested to see how, how Bedtime 5 extrapolates that this supernatural entity otherwise is just an alien. Maybe that's why it looks so emaciated and like semi humanoid. Anyways, I'm just bullshitting out of my ass right at that point. So, um, anyway, yeah, that was my uh, thing. Also, yeah, the windows. I had one other thing about the, the whole like why it's all been in his head and shit. Um, he describes the claw marks as like, like, Roughly like done as, as a uh, razor blade thing. I was like, what if there's just a razor blades? You just go to fabricate it. But, but yeah, like uh, again, it, it, it's more or less uh, like that's that's stretching. And, that, and that's also actually probably like, would they be that fine? Because razor blades are fine. Yeah. Whereas you know, they look like, like jagged razor blade like claws. Instead I would of, think yeah. that it would be more akin to a pocket knife or a kitchen yeah. knife. Um, mm-hmm. Because it would just, like, it, it was would just be a, wider. Also, it was just a really like specific description of those clo- of that. But yeah, so that that was my my theory on that, um, or my little theory for the story for this for this little series. And yeah, um, he has actually done. He did all of them like as an afterthought, and like they're they're already out, like all of them. So or are they? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out in the fifth one if it actually ends. Um, 
one way or another. Uh, but yeah, also another thing about the uh, the midsection because I just really liked the midsection's like description and shit. Um, I was really getting a serious Lovecraftian like I can't describe the unnameable horror like as he's describing like like seeing the thing through the little peaks of the in the in the curtain and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just the 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 style of the writing for this one it felt very much like a Lovecraftian like writing a letter like narrator is writing what he has encountered and he's going to go face his doom at the end. Alright, but here's the flip side of him not being able to describe what was behind the curtain. <laughs> he describes it. No. No? I was picturing Dobie. Or Dobby. Yeah! I was kind of doing the that The entire too. time. <laughs> just a little bit elongated or just like... Even? No, just, just Dobby. <laughs> I mean, Dobby's not a bad description for it. Like, it kind of looks like Dobby. But... He's not scary. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Unless you give him a sock, and then he's like, I don't have to fucking listen to you anymore. I'm going to eat your face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's just like the whole, like, love, the way, like, again, like, I saw Lovecraft in something weird. Um, it made me smile. <laughs> but uh, I am interested to read the next one, um, like, the final installment, presumably. And see what's what plan this guy's cooked up to kill this thing because he again again at the end of this one he kind of just like I've come up with a plan it's it's he's it, about, like he's about have, to go John yeah, Rambo on yeah this like the, oh, well here's the thing because he, again we have time uh, we have time dates stamps um, the he got up in the morning and uh, was attacked by the creature at four his girlfriend left him at five it's nine o'clock now and he's told he's written the story and is sending it out he's got a plan cooked up uh, for that for the next night. I'm ready to go. <laughs> like, yeah, it's again, like, it's like that's a pretty quick order of like, like, do you just like home alone? That like, like he's got uh, like ten to twelve hours to put this into action. Yeah, uh, and I am kind of interested to see where that goes. Um, but yeah, that's 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 pretty much my stuff for this story. <laughs> my notes for this one. So, uh, Mikey, do you have anything extra, anything this more to say? Um, well, we already talked about uh, prize and pry. And all that wonderful stuff. Uh, there was an unneeded the. Yeah, I saw that one too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I skimmed. Pa- I, I, I went past because yeah, it's just a typo. But or it, or is he it? didn't catch it th- through grammar. Yeah. Um, that's when he's looking at the uh, curtain. Yep. And raising my right hand slowly, I accidentally touched the fabric of the curtain, causing a subtle ripple, which parted the them momentarily. Yeah. Yeah, I got that too. Uh, and then the other comment I have here is uh, about the girlfriend uh, that she's not really fully realized. Like again, you the series has yeah. kind of a history of cardboard cutouts, <laughs> but like she was there, and then she has a line, "What's wrong?" And, it's and then as being suddenly like, yeah. uh, it uh, explains like Mary isn't as. Eh. Mary has an incredible carrying nature, and she immediately lay her suitcase and bags on the floor, sat down on our couch, and with her soft and gentle way, asked me to talk about the whole ordeal. Instead of describing that, have have the the conversation. Exactly. (laughs) And again, again, we've we've said this before in other bedtime episodes, this series has a history of just cardboard cutout characters that aren't the main character. And this one, again, this is another good example. It's like, again, she's described at, like in these in like those words, and yet contradicts that at the end where she just like she doesn't want to talk, she just wants to leave. Like, 
if she's yeah. that kind of person, that's not a very understanding person. That's a very shallow person that has like a well, shell of caringness and all that. And then when something when something real actually happens, she just ups and leaves. But I didn't. That, that's not. I don't think that's what the character or what the author was actually trying to get across with her. It's it just. But it, with the ending part, it just kind of comes off like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole uh, issue where it's sort of could be all in his head type thing. <laughs> like, the more he thinks about it, the more it becomes real. and Like, it's more like it's manifesting monster. this personality or this, not yeah. personality, but this, like, Entity. yeah, this yeah. thing that's in his psyche or something like that. Because he went years without thinking about it, started thinking about it, again. and it's coming back, so... Yeah. <laughs> that's the only stuff that I really picked out that are, hasn't already been discussed. Yeah, I did kind of go hog wild with some of them. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Good. Because you left me lots of my stuff. Awesome. Okay, first off, um, this one's a bit of a nitpick, but bedtime for Something Wicked This Way Comes. Yeah. Nothing comes except his girlfriend. And that is not a phrasing moment. <laughs> yeah. But, like, she's the only thing that arrives at the domicile. Yeah. It's the already there. is already there. The wicked thing is already there. So, it's a nitpick. He used it because it's a thing it's that's a out there. It's a common term. Yes. It, it, it's a like phrase that. that is out there in the world. And yeah. that is... Just, not to me, a bad thing, to me it's, it's unacceptable. Yeah, for it's this story, it doesn't make sense. It's yeah. shoehorned in, and it's yeah. bad. Yeah. Um, no it, relation just, to the story. Exactly. Because, um, I mean, if you're going to throw a subtitle on, on, on for a sequel... You need, like, it needs to make sense. Yeah. Like, Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. They were dealt a crippling blow in the in the previous movie. Now they've struck back, mm-hmm. or in yeah, they strike back. It describes the events of the movies without giving it all away. Yeah. Um, this one is no help. Um, another really big problem I have with. This and well, with with bedtime three and four, because yeah. they are kind of the same. They're, they they continue Here's on. Here's the thing. Here is the problem I have with them. They should be one story. Yeah. Because bedtime three, there's a lot of build up and build up and build up, and nothing fucking happens. Yeah. Until next. Nothing until the next happens. Situation. Yeah. This mm-hmm. one, there's a lot of needless words and a lot of lot of exposition mm-hmm. but the story is re- like the bulk of this story at least the bulk of what needs to be there is the ramifications oh, of bedtime three yeah so it's mm-hmm. so you got build up build up build up no payoff and then this one you have payoff yeah it re- yeah it really is like again that but because is, they're yeah. two separate stories they're they're it's it's wrong it's yeah. off mm-hmm. um it, it's just it's not it doesn't work for me at least um and that that is that's probably my biggest complaint with th- this and it's i mean in retrospect it's also a big problem with three yeah i mean i think i touched on that with three is that Nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. To be um, fair, I do actually. I can. I'll concede that. Like it. It may, would make a lot more sense if three and four were just three. Um, another big problem I have with this one, and I mean, okay, for me, it's a big problem. 
not for me personally, but I'm thinking about everyone else in the world. For once. <laughs> he really... he. This guy has a thesaurus. And he yes, loves he does. his $10 words. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I'm actually surprised that when he was describing the lie he told his girlfriend about the burglar and how he bravely fought him off, I'm surprised he used a word like brave as yeah. opposed to valorous. Yeah. Like, it was just so... just Like, he uses so many $10 words when... Like, dude, simple, concise, common words doesn't mean you're an idiot. No. Doesn't mean your readers are, are idiots. It just means that you're more um, efficiently telling your story. Yeah. Um, just because I'm surprised you only had to look up one word. I didn't. And I that is not, not ignore. Yeah. And and that was not a knock at your inte- no. intelligence or your vocabulary. It's just a matter of like. Holy shit! There was this at least guy uses so many big, unnecessarily big words. Um, yeah. Like there was Sakor. Yeah, it's um, just... which I looked up, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." There's at least another one I can't think, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, there were some big, there were some larger words in there. I was like, "I've maybe heard of this, but like I had to look, I had to go Google it <laughs> because I just never heard of it." Now that being said. The story is very well written, very well described, up until a point. Um, And I'm pretty sure... Okay, for me, the point where the hurry-up ending starts is... Okay, um, the creature's on his girlfriend, it's attacking her, it's already ripped out his hair, her hair, and Mm -hmm. he's, you know, trying to fight it. Um, And here's... I'm, I'm just going to do the quote from the story. Um, da, 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 da. As its face touched mine, its eyes stared deep into me. Not even my reflection was returned. Two looking glasses into a sanctuary for the dark, devoid of light, happiness, and love. It was staring as if it wished to say something, as if it was trying to communicate a simple idea to... Oh, wait, that's not the one I wanted. Um, <laughs> sorry. Okay, so it hasn't ripped out her hair. Oh. I'm Damn it, where this. is it? <laughs> I well, might have this um, with a wrenching, stuttered, and violent movement, it tore an entire fistful of hair from Mary's head, leaving behind an open wound. Then it was gone. Mary did not scream, she merely whimpered. I turned the bedside lamp on, but no words of... Where am I? I'm looking... Oh, this is pissing me off. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay, right. Alright, here we are. So, with a wrenching, stuttered, and violent movement, it tore an entire fistful of hair from Mary's head, leaving behind an open wound. Then it was gone. Yeah. Then it was gone. That is, to me, where the hurry-up ending comes starts. Is because everything is beautifully described. It's motion, the way it moves, and then it just the way vanishes. it looks. Like, I can picture this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. But then it's just gone. How did it leave? Did it just... Like, yeah, there should be an extra that like, explains, like, it, like, I can't understand it. It just, did it, it ceased to exist. Did it cease to exist? Yeah. Did it fucking, you know... Off of smoke? Smoke vomit? <laughs> did it go out the door? Did it climb out the window? Did yeah, it we don't get melt into the wall? Which, again, yeah, would have been appropriate. But yeah, we don't... It just, it's gone. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, I understand. I, that's where... I that, know yeah. what that means, but you, like, you describe in such detail... Everything else up until that point, yeah. everything 
Like, like we know to exactly the point, just how bad this thing's teeth are. <laughs> to the, way it the point where it's almost becoming criminal how much he's dis- or how well he's describing things. Like yeah. it's almost too much. Yeah. Um, because yeah, and then just nope, nope. Four words. Then it was gone. Yep. Yeah, that for me that also is pretty much where it starts going. Just gotta get like, gotta get me, out of here. Gotta get done. For me, it was like gone like a fart in the wind. That, that, I, I pretty much just like it, it took the it took the puff or it took the tuff of hair and then just just like like you just like suddenly a, a quick edit a, like video edit of the scene where just like, yeah just, just a jump just, cut yeah a jump cut or like where they just like they they suddenly he was in that scene and then they have a scene where he's not there and suddenly just Okay, and um, this ne- next bit goes into ties into like, and she left or she yeah. went to the hospital. Um, the bed was soaked in blood. Yeah, like these are not soaked in blood. Like these cuts were. She, it, you keep on using this word. I do not think it means what you think I, it means. Yeah, because he describes the cuts as being just like small, like cuts all over her body, and I get that. But they were gushing. I was like, Jesus, did he cut? Arteries? Well, and I mean, like, okay, it pulls out a tuft of her hair, leaving behind an open wound. I think actually, you know how bad scalp wounds bleed. I I was actually, I think I even mentioned in my uh, in my my notes that I didn't actually read. Um, I even like to kind of describe that the way I heard that. It almost sounded like he had just like straight up like partially scalped her. (laughs) <laughs> like because there's blood coming out of that wound, like a huge uh, head wound. Well, I was exactly. like, that's a scalping. <laughs> well, or at least close to it. <laughs> yeah, but just yeah, it's like the bed is soaked in blood. Yeah, she's just leaving, not calling the cops, Except like or call, going to a hospital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hmm. where they'll call the fucking police. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like. Like and her reaction to like losing that hair, like I guess it wasn't that bad, like as bad as it was described a minute ago, because like she seems to not really mind that as much. Now this is also a symptom of the hurry up yeah. um, mm-hmm. ending because it's inconsistent. Yeah. Um, and if he'd taken his time, formulated his words the way he clearly has done up until the way point. he clearly likes to. Yeah. Um, because yeah, it's. It's not until the ending where I started to have some problem. Uh, most of my problems with the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, my other problem is the foreshadowing of the girlfriend totally not being in the picture for the next story. Oh yeah, yeah. is not subtle. It's no. completely. He just straight up says that. It's like. Well, no, but like he tries to foreshadow it earlier, and then just like, and then he's like, oh yeah, and then she left. And I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. But, like, it's just so many tr- uh, word choices. Um, I, will yeah. <laughs> I will actually find them because <clears throat> they are, they're obvious. Um, okay, you know what? Never mind. I am, that is too much of a nitpick because before it uses those wordings, it says um, that he was going to propose, but that has been bitterly taken away from him. So never mind. Okay, but yeah, it, it does kind of it does kind of foreshadow that like I, it doesn't tell you that like she just walked away like left. It kind of insinuates like oh did, he, did she die during the story? Well, that's the she, assumption yeah, yeah. that you make because you're reading the creepy passage. Yeah, like, and honestly, know. that's what I was expecting. I was expecting yeah. him, him, the monster to have taken her. Um, yes, but but given everything else we've had in you know this story up until that point in the previous three. 
that would have entailed consequences. Yeah, and... And we don't like to have those in bedtime We stories. don't need no stinking consequences. <laughs> um, which is, you know, why we ended up with the ending we did, where she's alive and she's... She's just walked out on him. ...relatively healthy. Well, she can just walk out. I mean, she has cause, but yeah. it's not a normal human reaction. Yeah, she just... I've, I've got to go. My people need me. Also... <laughs> You attacked me. Where we're going, we don't need full heads of hair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Alright. Uh, but yeah, I don't think I really have anything else other than... Yeah. On, and honestly, I could forgive so much of this if 3 and 4 had been one story, and if you would stop using $10 words. Yeah. <clears throat> Because I mean, like sometimes it's good, but like sometimes it's like it's a little gratuitous, and you're you exactly it feels like every so often it's acceptable. I like big words, and if you if you throw out a word that I have to look up, I'll be happy because yeah. I'll have learned something that day. Mm-hmm. But you're using them for the sake of using them. You're showing off. Mm-hmm. No one likes mm-hmm. to show off. Yeah. Um, and this is the fourth uh, fourth story in. <laughs> and it's been like that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not necessarily, I'm not expecting it to change. Yeah. But by God, if there's a bedtime six, it better. <laughs> yeah, if, if the end is actually not the end. Of, but I'm pretty sure the, it literally does, I, I, I did kind of glee at the very, like how long, I, I did go and check bedtime five to see how long it was, and I did see a, the end in caps. At the very end of it, but who knows? It's a creepy pasta. It How might many up... Freddy movies and Jason movies and Halloween movies end with the end, or end with him? I mean, clearly dying. Maybe not any of those, but there are movies that totally get sequels that end with the end, yeah, or a definitive end. So I mean, mm-hmm. hey, it could happen. Yeah, um, and if Michael Whitehouse has been taking the criticism to heart. Hopefully the next installment will be an improvement. Or um, hopefully the next thing he writes, because I mean, yeah, exactly. Like it's this like, guy should still be writing. He's good at it. Yeah, for sure. He just he needs to rein in some of his. Yeah, like his his description of horror. Like again, walking over to the to the curtain, like having that creepy moment there with like where it's like he can f- smell its breath on his the back of his neck as it says, "Look behind you." Like that's a cool moment. And honestly, you know what's uh, another thing I want to bring up? Oh yeah, that's another problem I have. Okay, so he's clearly sleeping in the same bed as his girlfriend, right? And it's on top of his girlfriend when he turns around. Yeah, I figured just did he miss? Honestly, I just figured it teleported, like again, like ghostly style, because this thing's like some kind of like phantom. Um, that's actually it's actually something that makes me really, really afraid that it's going to be all in his head. Yeah, that that's Mm -hmm. you know honestly because that's how he missed it. It wasn't there because it's never there. Yeah. Another thing that I thought of um, as I was like, as he was walking to the curtain, like looking for that, because it doesn't just start, he doesn't just know that's at the, the curtain. He like gets up because he hears a noise somewhere in his room, um, like a muff, some like like some kind of like indescribable, indecipherable, like muffled voice. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when I heard that, I was expecting him to get to the closet or something like that, open it up, and his girlfriend's there gagged, and he's been sleeping next to the monster because the monster is like one of those things that likes to snuggle and shit like that, right? That were wow. Okay, first off, you got there and I didn't. Wow. <laughs> like yeah. Um, I, I secondly, really that, that would have fit all of the lore right? up until this point, except for the lore breakingness of the, the third one. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, it's been a couple of years. The guys it can evolve a little bit. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, but, but, but yeah, like that would have tied in perfectly because, like, oh my god, my, and like that would have been again, that would have been just cause for the girlfriend to leave because. Like she woke up t- gagged and t- bound in a fucking closet. Yeah, and he was—he's been sl- and the, the and that's honestly I when believe I when me I heard, over that when I heard the breathing on the other side, like like it was like because he, he kept going back to like I can hear I can hear my uh, my girlfriend uh, breathe rhythmic breathing. I was like just just put a little bit of rasp in there. Just put a little bit of rasp. Come on. And then we got what we got, and I was like, oh. You you have actually made me hate this fucking story. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Because of what it could have and should have been. And yeah, I know. That being said, I don't hate this. My complaints with it are still the ones that I have, but, but that, they're also, that one is now added. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, this it was, is, that's, that. that's exactly what it should have been, yeah. and that would have been... Also, that would have been I, would have, I would have accepted that as an ending, like him like, waiting. I like, would have his... forgiven so many of my little qualms and problems. Um, I mean, the little ones. Yeah. That I th- those I would have forgiven for for that story. Yeah, and to be fair, like a lot of your criticisms aren't really so much attacking the story as they're attacking the the constant tropes and things that we see in a lot of these stories. Like it's more or less the the type of writing that goes into creepypastas. Like again, rushed endings. Yeah, that can ruin a good story, and like that's the thing. Like I le- uh, like this story was good in the middle. The 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 the, the beginning was kind of shaky for me, and the end kind of draw a falls apart. But that middle section was gold for me. Well, yeah, the beginning was shaky because he was trying to stretch out <laughs> what should have been in the last story. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and he would have <laughs> had room for it in that story if he didn't use so many ten dollar words in both of them. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. All right, I think. Is that everybody? Does everybody else I don't think there about? is really. I don't think there's any more. Yeah, I think that. Then again, I, you also just blew my mind. So. <laughs> yeah, no, I forgot to add that to my notes, but that was the first thing. When, as I was reading that part, I was like, that that came to my mind. I was like, that would be really cool if this happened. <laughs> I had meant to put that in my notes, but I had forgotten until now. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So uh, I guess recommendations for this one. Um, I mean, if you're already like balls deep into the <laughs> into the b- bedtime series, I say give it a re- or give it a listen at the very least, like yeah. from a reading. Um, if you don't want to take the time to read it, um, there are some pretty good readings of it on YouTube, uh, or just you know suck it up and read it. Um, but other than that, like if you're just getting into this, like <sighs> the first one was kind of the best one out of this so far, and that's because. All these sequels, as we've been, as we've gotten confirmation, all the other, all the sequels have been kind of afterthoughts of the original story. Well, exactly, and they're not contradicting each other, yeah. or like the first one has nothing to contradict it or to contradict. Yeah. So, so like, yeah, it's kind of a half recommendation for me, and only if you're like you've been following along and reading the stories with us. If you want to improve your vo- your vocabulary, that too. read it. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure there's something in here for you. Yeah. Otherwise, like... And if and not, congratulations. You have an extensive vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Leviathan approved. <laughs> um, and yeah, like, I, the only other thing I can think of to, like, recommend this one is... Like that middle section was really good for me. Like I really enjoyed those moment, those like creepy, like that creepy scenario. It's just again the beginning and the end kind of ruin it. So yeah, kind of a tentative half recommendation from the from the cultist. Um, go listen to it at the very least, or at the at the most. <laughs> no, not the most. At the very least. 
Uh, Mikey, East of um, I'm also going to do a half recommendation, because as Dr. Leviathan said, if you've read three, then reading four finishes what three started. Yeah. So there's that, and sort of, it leaves it, you're wanting to read five to some degree. Yeah. So, <clears throat> really just to find out uh, what this cockamamie, like, plan he's got cooked up to try and kill this thing that has doesn't seem to have any weaknesses, aside from daylight. <laughs> but, yeah, sorry. I, yeah, yeah. So, it, it's one of those things where if you're already this far, uh, read it if you've read three, so that you at least get the <laughs> ending to the build-up that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And then... It'll be interesting what five has in store, but it does sort of leave you wanting to know what happens in five. Yeah, just because of it, how it, it ends. We'll hopefully <laughs> finish the story and everything will make sense. Hopefully, <laughs> I, I, I tend to be well, the most optimistic. And one through four have been events happening to the narrator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five, the narrator is actively going Hunted. to try and affect the entity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's always a nice switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. again, it's a half recommendation based on how far our listeners have read, yeah. if they've read it at all. And that's really, like, yeah, that's the, the issue, is that it's really conditional recommendations, because, I mean, if you've already started reading the bed- Bedtime series, you might as well continue, or you might as well finish it, because there is some good stuff in it. It's just there's also some bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like my recommendation is pretty much going to be a rehash of, like, I can't remember exactly how I recommended, or how my recommendation went for three, but my recommendation for this is very conditional. Um, first off, I'd recommend the first one, because apparently <laughs> yep. I enjoy it. Yep. Um, <laughs> You've told me that everybody. I would not recommend any other ones yeah. past that, unless... You want to learn how to describe, like, yeah, if, like or how to build up, a, like, a, a creepy if scene. you are, like, if you're a fledgling writer and you want to, like, because I mean, the best way to learn how to write is to read, um, and yeah, uh, Michael Whitehouse just so good at describing a situation or a thing or a scene, and it's just it's. It's spot on. It puts you there um, without you having to use your imagination. Yeah, like it. But at the same time, you do because it's in your head, not his. Like it definitely like generates a really vivid like theater of the mind Mm -hmm. while you're reading it. He paints a word picture. Yeah, and um, but other than that, I mean, I've just there's so many problems with the narrative that I just can't recommend them past two. Or past one, I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, because two didn't really break... Th- or two, two added on and actually, had some wrong conditions. Yeah, two wasn't bad. But the problem with two is once you've read past one, you kind of want to just finish. Yeah. And three is where... Three adds on some three stuff adds. It's kind of jarring to somebody... It that, has like, the contradictions yeah. to the lore that we have, that has been established thus far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then four, and but then doesn't give you, and then doesn't give you any real payoff at the end of the the story. And then four is just the payoff from three. So, but yeah, the only yeah, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I recommend all of our listeners read one through five because hey, we're gonna do them on the show eventually. 
<laughs> yeah, I may hold off until five for a little bit longer, but well, we'll, we'll, we'll be getting to it. It will happen. Oh yeah, it's definitely going to happen in a, at least a couple months. You cannot make me read one through four of these <laughs> and never. then stop before the climax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I could, I could do it, but it'd be a dick move. <laughs> Something wicked this way comes <laughs> for me yeah. if I don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, yeah, I'm still pissy about that title, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, I always like reading those words, but yeah. If you're going to use them, use them well. Yeah. Or properly. Okay, so really just all around tentative half recommendations or co- conditional recommendations for this one mm-hmm. yeah okay uh well that was this week's episode so if you like what you heard if you didn't leave us a comment in the comment section below wherever this gets posted whether it be on kiwi 6 facebook youtube tumblr um you can get a hold of us on twitter at the e stands for evil dr leviathan and review cultist uh, you can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creep buses you'd like us to discuss on the show. Um, you can also check us out on iTunes and uh, leave us a review and rating. That would be cool of you. Um, and you can check out the title cards for each episode at crazonstudios.tumblr.com. Uh, and if you would like to support the show, go to Patreon and look up Aldente Rigamortis and choose the tier of patronage you'd like to support us at. So, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm still Dr. Leviathan. And I'm Mikey, the East Answer Evil. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. wouldn't have a show. <laughs> well, and, well, and your rundown yeah. usually is good Sometimes. Uh, this one's like super bare bones, like super short, because I was able to like, I did all my thoughts ahead of time, and then went to this one, I was like, this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and this happened, we're done. Tune in next time! <laughs> yes, that's actually, trust me, I'm going to attack that fact <laughs> um, with, like, like a terrier. Alright. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I've got shit to say about this one. Ooh. They missed me last week. <laughs> I was resting. <laughs> you might even say he was drawing his bedtime. <laughs>